Once again, it's time out for leadership and executive business coaching, and it's my privilege to say hi, I'm Bill Price, and what an honor and a privilege. I trust that you'll have a A4 piece of paper in front of you that uh, you can uh, draw three columns and divide your page into three so that um, I'm going to be sharing with you and coaching the, um, the aspect of leadership and legacy um, because wherever I've discovered leaders, there's always this um, legacy that is trying to be defined, trying to be understood, uh, trying, trying to evolve and is evolving whether I understand it or not. And um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and coach uh, around that. So I'm going to be sharing with you from my uh, 20 years of um, experience within the world of leadership and uh, around about uh, 12, 14 years of coaching on C-level leaders, uh, executives, and uh, board members and directors of companies and, and different organizations across the globe. So I'll be drawing from experience and wisdom uh, that I've gleaned uh, both from these amazing people uh, in various walks of life. So when I use the word legacy, uh, and I'd like you to write the word legacy down, and um, I'd like you to pay some attention to it for a moment. So legacy is what to you? If you could think of three other words that will describe the word legacy. Um, words like, uh, for me, it'll be like continuation, um, succession. Uh, it'll be uh, rollout uh, beyond my, my timeline. Um, I'm just wondering what you're writing uh, down right now. So if you could... Uh, step back for a moment from your day-to-day -day work and, and uh, just take a nice deep breath and breathe in. And as you breathe out, uh, look ahead almost three to five years uh, from now. And if you had to be standing somewhere on a raised platform on a hill and your organization that you're busy leading right now um, becomes transparent and translucent, uh, in front of you, but at a lower level to where you are standing, um, what do you see has been your impact? What have you left behind? And it's, it, it's not so much buildings. It's not so much more assets. It's not so much more profit, um, although that, that is part of it. But um, legacy is about uh, the continuation of your sense of being, in other words, you've deposited of your being into the lives of other people around you, and they are uh, perpetuating that. So part of legacy is the perpetuation of the essence of being, the essence of um, definition, and the essence of passion. I had the wonderful privilege today to open up an email um, from a young man who has uh, recently moved from Petersburg and has married, um, been married now for six years and got two beautiful children and records the time, um, that was like, wow, 15, 18 years ago, um, when the two of us were chatting in Petersburg when he was in Capricorn High uh, in South Africa and uh, concerned about uh, what's his step that he needs to take? What's the choice that he needs to make in terms of career choices and degrees that he needs to follow based on who he is? 
and our discussion was around his being rather than values and interests and the normal drab uh, that is paid attention to when, when people start uh, trying to determine uh, their career path. And interesting how he said that even years after um, we had not communicated, when he saw me uh, on Facebook or in LinkedIn uh, and made contact with me, how all these memories came back and how he longed for those discussions. And so we're now having Skype discussions and not allowing um, distance and time uh, to um, negatively impact us. So what's the lasting impact through your your being, your being professional? Um, what's what's that all about? And I'd like you just to take a moment and, and just write your observations down. I'm noticing that people are inspired. I'm noticing that they are um, more uh, enthused and ethical, uh, more connected, uh, more passionate, more profit-minded, more whatever. So what things are you seeing that they are more of? And what things are you noticing that there is less of? Um, also, what things have started and what things have stopped. And, um, yeah, what are some of the young leaders doing um, that, in terms of how you have energized them and empowered them, uh, new ideas that are coming up? Because uh, legacy also develops a connectedness to the unfolding trend of its time. So how's your uh, leadership uh, helped in terms of that? So in the interest of having legacy realized, we'll need to consider the type of impact that we have, um, and we need to articulate that in very, very deliberate and clear terms. And um, so the development of a legacy is first of all around understanding myself. So the first uh, point in the left-hand column is understanding myself. Um, leaders of legacy uh, are leaders that have uh, time for reflection, that have time for uh, integration of their vision and mission, of their personal vision and mission, and then superimposing that over the organization's vision and mission. And there's a huge clarity of that and a huge connectedness and alignment to that. Um, and they have a desired legacy, uh, and, and, and it's, it's beginning to formulate and be formulated, and there's high degrees of intentionality. Linked with that intentionality is the capacity for satisfaction, and it's almost as if the person's career and the advancement into the future, both of the organization and themselves, are very closely linked and woven um, into this process of legacy building. And so it's about the development of self and the understanding of myself, the understanding of uh, me as a whole, that I'm a holistic person, and I'm aware of my strengths, my weaknesses, my gifting, my talent, my skills, my collective wisdom, my competencies, the gaps in my life, um, all of those things. So in the third column, I'd like to ask a coaching question around, so what would need to happen, uh, and this maybe would mean that you would need to employ a coach uh, to have this discussion with you to kind of unpack who am I and who am I becoming and who can I be um, and uh, how helpful would such a discussion be 
uh, to kind of integrate all the things that you've ever done and known about leadership. Uh, I did that once with one of my uh, coach mentors and um, had an astounding and an amazing integrative experience where everything that I've ever been uh, assessed on and profiled on uh, was, was put onto one page and it became believable and I integrated that and began to live uh, from, from that point on in my essence of being. The second criteria, I guess, that we need to pay attention to in, in building legacy within leadership is how do I develop others around me? And um, developing a legacy is also helping people to understand themselves. I think that's, that's one of the first things uh, that we need to pay attention to. My mentor and I had a discussion the other day and we, I was asking him, so here I am, I'm a father and a grandfather, so how do I leave a legacy um, in my family and in my children and in my grandchildren? And um, came to the, a wonderful uh, conclusion and discovery that I, I need to develop emotional intelligence, I need to develop self-image, I need to help and encourage a connectedness into their essence and their spirituality and their sense of being, uh, and the rest is going to fall into place. So that was a very interesting experience for me uh, to understand when we asked the question, so what was the one domino uh, that if I knock that domino down, uh, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to a whole lot of stuff. I know that in South Africa, the, the country is very, very much aware of the impact of a very poor education uh, system that unfortunately is not developing the kind of people uh, that can take our country into the future with regards to skills and knowledge. And um, so the, there's this big cry and, and uproar about skills development. But on the other hand, uh, being a young, uh, new democracy and, and uh, integrated democracy, we have yet to come to a place as a, as a country where we have discovered our collective morality. So I'm, I'm of the belief that it's not only about skills development, but it's also about character development. So what skills and competencies and knowledge and wisdom and... Um, uh, 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 what's the other word I'm looking here for? Um, personal knowledge, um, helping people to understand themselves um, so that as we develop these people, we also develop character. And character is, is where uh, a lot of organizations uh, really miss the mark. So the coaching question will be, um, what would I need to pay attention to and what would be four practical ways that I could um, either delegate or deploy in my organization so that I could develop others? In the first column, the next point around leadership and legacy is about enhancing your organization and your business and treating your business with respect. Um, Legacy and leadership have got to do with focusing on uh, the creation that would enhance the, the um, organization's strategy and uh, in so doing also enhance processes and enhance the structure so that the structure and the processes can serve strategy. It's not the other way around. Um, the, the common area that we need to pay attention to in developing business 
legacy is treating it like a business with due respect, paying attention to its strengths, its passion, um, its DNA, its ethos, its logos, its pathos. It's paying attention to long and short term. It's paying attention to developing and creating strong teams. Um, it's about improvement in efficiency and overall effectiveness. It's about quality um, and about balance and about uh, a high degree of awareness and consciousness amongst the people. And that, that, that uh, communication is something that is, that is very powerful and effective uh, and very practical at the same time. So the question will be, how sure are you that what you are paying attention to uh, are the things that you have to pay attention to? And what meeting would you need to set up and who needs to be there to have a discussion around, are we treating our business with respect? And um, in so doing, creating uh, uh, longevity for our business and our organization, something which great leaders really do pay attention. I mean, if you look at one of the greatest leaders that ever walked the planet, um, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, um, 2,000 years down the line after his death, um, we have an organization and a, a collective group of people who are functioning and um, impacting the world in, in marvelous ways. So how did he get that right? That's legacy. The next item that comes to mind around uh, leadership and legacy is about um, your philosophy and your culture that you help create and directly impact. Every organization has a culture. So whether it be a home, a team, um, a company, an NGO, a church, a religious organization, spiritual organization. There are values, there's diversity, um, there's, there's things that are done in certain ways. So, so culture has got to do with how do we do things around here? What are the games that we play? Um, what are the excuses that we use? What are the blame games that we use? Uh, within our, our culture. And then it's, it's undergirded by a particular philosophy. In other words, a broadband style of thinking. I, I believe in people. I believe in the potential of people. I believe in the, the possibilities. I'm uh, uh, positive yet realistic. I am whatever. So I'd like you in the third column to try and describe for yourself, so what is your philosophy about business, about ministry, about life, about people, um, about spirituality, about finances, about profit, about social impacts? Um, and what are some of the excuses that you believe are holding your organization back and some of the blame games that your teams are using? And, you know, what can you do to directly lead and impact on culture um, using the present philosophy or even having to adjust some of the things and items and belief systems within your, within your philosophy? Another criteria around um, leadership and legacy is the criteria of sustainability. Um, in, in a lot of businesses, it's about financial sustainability. And I mean, that's what business is all about. That's what capitalism is all about. And 
there are leaders that want increased profitability, they want to attract investors, they want to develop partners, they want to enhance product quality, they want to improve the organization's standing. Um, if it's a spiritual organization or religious organization, you want to talk about uh, longevity around uh, not only financial sustainability, and sadly, spiritual leaders try and see financial sustainability as the last uh, item to be mentioned. But when you look at the operational ways in which they live, uh, financial, financial uh, sustainability is the make and break of any organization. So you can say, I don't want to really harp on that. Uh, if, if you don't communicate, if you don't relate to it, um, it's interesting for me when I walk into businesses and I read their values, uh, very few businesses say that one of our values is making money, is creating profit, um, is creating shareholder investment um, uh, return on investment. And yet every single action in the company is the bottom line about that is that. So it's, it must be important. So if it's important, then it must be a value, isn't it? Um, hmm, interesting. But I think what needs to happen is for us as leaders to realize that, that uh, it's not only sustainability of an organization, of which financial is absolutely critical and foundational, but also asking the question of what else needs to be sustained. So it's about how do we sustain ongoing leadership? How do we, un how do we sustain um, vital focus on an unfolding future? Uh, the sad thing about religious and spiritual organizations and business um, is that the future is unfolding before our very eyes and we just want to stay the same. Um, a friend of mine said that he, uh, through a personal experience, stopped going to church for eight years. And when he went back, he said nothing changed. The liturgy was exactly the same. The songs were exactly the same here and there, a new one. But nothing had changed. And he said his greatest question that he had was, how come an organization or an organism that is under the direct influence of the greatest creator in the entire universe, uh, namely the creator himself, with so much creativity and innovation, um, when he comes into a representation of that, namely in a church, he's asking, so, so why does it never change? Um, when life is all about change anyway. Another thing about um, leadership and legacy, I think, is about social responsibility and um, uh, making an impact on that. So th there's, there's around about 9% uh, of leaders that I talk to um, that, that are really not interested in um, social responsibility. 91% of the leaders that I'm coaching are paying attention to some form of contribution to the greater good and benefiting the community. And it's interesting that in my country of South Africa, we, we're finding that um, it's one of the bottom lines that is now being measured. They're measuring um, the approach to green uh, impact they on the environment. That's one of their bottom lines. Another bottom line is the social responsibility into education and poverty and uh, job creation. And uh, they, they're paying attention to all these uh, other aspects other than profitability and return on investment and profit after tax and um, return on shareholder equity, etc. But um, social responsibility is about you know, where where our lives and our values are in action. 
I watch on television as I watch how companies are now showing through adverts how their people are getting involved in uh, poorer communities and helping build homes and gardens and fruit gardens and it's soup kitchens and whatever, whatever, um, as a means of um, teamwork and, and that they are remaining in touch with their community. So in the third column, I'm, I'm wondering around your legacy in terms of your legacy. So what component of your legacy um, has social responsibility built into it? And when I look at one of the most amazing leaders that walked the planet, namely Jesus Christ, Yeshua, um, he had the most amazing impact on social responsibility. He cared about um, those that were sick and the poor community. He was, he was out where, where the needs were. And the, the question is, in my legacy, am I going to encourage people to continue when I'm no longer there to allow their light of their shadow, so to speak, to, to walk within uh, the social realms and the social realities? Legacy helps us to stay on course because the, we've got goals within our legacy. And when we focused on those goals, um, our future doesn't become this distant place. We maintain our focus on the big picture priorities without being sidetracked or overwhelmed. And when our legacy has clarity and has meaning and purpose built into it, um, then the leader and the leaders that he is leading or she is leading perform better and experience with greater fulfillment um, as they stay mindful of the things that they, that they have to achieve. And um, uh, leadership and legacy, when these two things are working together in tandem, th there's this joyous expression of um, uh, a broad perspective that is moving with a momentum and a pacing and a timing towards a particular direction. And the broad perspective is what adds to any organization's health and sustainability and numerous other factors that uh, create hope and um, uh, intentional influence uh, by leaders. So the question you need to ask around legacy and, and your leadership is, so when you're gone, uh, what continues? When you're gone, what is focused on? When you're gone, what part of the philosophy stays intact? Uh, what values evolve? Um, when you're gone, how is it improved? My son, the other day at a conference where we spoke, um, when he introduced himself, he said, Hi, my name is William and I'm the better version of my father. And I think that was one of the greatest compliments. A lot of people laughed and looked at my response and I immediately stood up and uh, walked behind him and put my hand on his shoulder and I said, This is the greatest compliment I've, I've received today. Um, because if I have not created a better version and helped to create a better version and his, the creation of that better version was from his own life. Um, so it wasn't something that I did. Small parts here and there, yes. Um, but the DNA that, that he took hold of and ownership for in his own life uh, helped him to create that. And I'm very proud of that. So who will you stand behind when someone in your organization says, hi, my name is and I'm the better version of this person. They added to my life. They were my mentor, my coach and my leader. But you know what? It's grown me and I have grown in leaps and bounds. 
you can write me, you can email me, and uh, there's lots of other information that we can share with you. So please don't forget to stay in touch and take enough time out to live your life with intentional effectiveness.